Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are ski-daddled from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Good evening, sir. What can I get for you today? Oh, hey. Um, I've never had to do this before. I don't know the whole process. Oh, it's okay, sir. I'm here to help you every step of the way. You're looking a little down this evening. Is everything okay? What can I get you to cheer you up? Oh, I just... I... I saw an old friend today. Didn't even get to hug him before he had to leave again. I'm... I I just wanted to pick up a coffee for him and go back to the office. Maybe he'll come back, right? And I'll, I'll have coffee waiting for him. He likes those pink drinks you guys got. Oh, the unicorn latte. That'll be quite the wonderful welcome when your friend finally comes back. Can I get a name for the order? Yeah. Sebastian's. Recording. Rarding. Yeah, I should record too. Hucha. <clears throat> Ooh, that actually does get warm, oh, doesn't it, Nigel? Twitch. Oh yeah, that's why people do. You've seen like the fastest claps. Like, yeah, they freak ever me out. How they do like the weird like fucking. I don't know how they do it. Can you clap with one they hand? They hit like every point. Oh yeah, I. Can you hear it? Ryan can, can clap it? really fast with one hand. I can't <laughs> do it at all. I don't know why you guys are going so hard. You can just <laughs> like clap. Oh, I have. You have to go hard. No, I don't. <laughs> You're gonna slap yeah. yourself in the face, you losers. <laughs> just slap them hard, dude. Ready? Ready? <laughs> okay, I am not going to be able to line up this episode. so well with the Okay, I'm oh ready. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Anyway. Have fun. <laughs> Give me a good one, uh, please, everyone. Three, two, one. Ooh, wow. that was sharp. That was not that was a good fresh. one for me. <laughs> mess it up. Yeah, I hit <laughs> I can't... <laughs> Come on! <laughs> <laughs> I smacked my mic a little bit too. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. 
I am joined by my fabled cast and crew, Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo at heart musician who struggles with being quite self-conscious. When Starbucks announced the unicorn latte, he really freaking wanted one, but thought if he ordered it, everyone would make fun of him. His first day on set, he built up the courage to order himself a treat to celebrate the first day, the unicorn latte. Upon arriving on set and meeting Big G for the very first time, Big G complimented him on his colorful drink. It made Sebastian's heart go all warm and fuzzy and pushed him one step further in his quest to becoming more confident. Ever since, he has brought Big G a coffee every single morning. That's really fucking cute. (laughs) That's cute as hell. Anna Brisbane. Blueberry Sky Johnson, who to this day thinks that dinosaurs are extremely cool and definitely her favorite creature, even higher than the unicorn, and is hoping that they're real in Frendria, just like other magical creatures, and her favorite is the Brontosaurus. That's a good one. What, which one is the Brontosaurus? <laughs> Tall duck boy. Veggie. Like the one in Jurassic Park that dies and they're like, oh. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first one they see. The yeah. ones that they're like... Big gasp, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nigel Deacon. What's new pussycat Xander Gucci Supreme, who was surprisingly good at selling houses. His parents did something with real estate, so it was probably genetic or something. He's not super sure what they did, though, so either way, when he was trying to find a camera-based job, he tried his hand at working for a real estate company in L.A. and had so much success in his first couple weeks that he got bullied out of the company by the other agents. He wasn't too beat up about it, though. Uh, he didn't really like how the job was changing him or how many people filmed porn in the houses. Plus, he made enough money to buy his first real Supreme jacket at resale price with his own money. And no one but him thought it was worth that price. Whoa, that was a story. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and finally, we have Vince Perino. Jet the Boulder Chambers, big burly heartthrob, got the dog, got the mom. Little does anybody know this, this great fun fact about Jet. Sebastian is not the only musician. (gasps) Jet, in high school, used to play the French horn. He got kicked out because he wanted to be funny one day for like the first time ever in high school. And he put soap in his own French horn to try to like make bubbles (laughs) at the at the one of the uh, uh, what are they called? Plays? Showings? Parties? Orchestral events? Concerts? performances marching band yeah march during marching band and then he ended up choking on it because he didn't know that it like wouldn't work and then they kicked him out so that's the last time he ever played an instrument you know what let's get into it talk about what happened last time you all began outside of the triangular cave where you knew the nathrix resided entering the wide cave you came upon a small wooden stage with poles on it and a board on the ground As Sebastian went up to investigate, he saw broken glass all over the place. He heard a whooshing sound of air moving. Looking into this large cavern, he saw the Nathrix. Combat ensued. The roof of this cavern caved in in specific locations. The Nathrix was able to target the fair shreds all around and make it explode. Its various eyes flashed different colors as they target everyone in a random fashion that just so happened to favor Xander. One nasty flash of a red eye took Jet down to zero health in a single eye ray. A spectral Frederick was sent out from Blueberry towards Jet before she turned into a large hyena. Xander hexed the Nathrix early and began severing off some of the Nathrix's eyes before having an expulsion of magic himself, 
spawning a confused brown bear in the darkness of the Nathrix's lair. Jet did some questionable shield rowing across the sharp rocks on the ground that surrounded him from the ceiling caving in, leaving his shield scratched but his feet safe. Blueberry was targeted by the large eye of the Nathrix that filled with black smoke. She was transported back to the studio where you were filming through the realms of Miria. She arrived with a shock as the people around her screamed. Blueberry's father was directing at the time she was transported back and was able to give her a big hug. Blueberry explained in rushed terms what happened to them before Big G ran in and asked where all the others are. Blueberry was transported back to Fendrea and into the Nathrix's lair as a hyena once again. Sebastian cursed the Nathrix before being sent back to the studio as well, arriving with Big G standing there looking at him. Big G tried to give him a hug, but he had that ripped away as he fell to his knees coming back to the Nathrix's lair. Angry as ever, Sebastian's curse stopped the Nathrix in its tracks as he took out his crossbow. Shot a bolt, stepped forward, shot a bolt, stepped forward, and finally, face to face with the Nathrix, shot a final bolt right through the center of its large eye. Sebastian and Blueberry conversed about what happened, about having being sent back to the real world. Looking around the cavern, you found a plus one warhammer, a fiery warm gem that fit into Blueberry's bracelet a dragon scale guitar pick, and a dragon bone tuning fork. Leaving the lair with your new goodies and six of the Nathrix's eyes, Nomura ended up in Sebastian's bag and ate part of one of these, growing that eye on top of his forehead. You all spidered your way up the cliff next to the waterfall before continuing forward into the darkness. A few thousand feet of walking, you notice a small glow of Fairsreds in a small tunnel off the side of this main cavern. Jet and Sebastian went to look at it and noticed a flower that looked just like the flower Zephyr pulled to get down into Fable's shop, way back outside of Elverath. After pulling up the flower, it revealed a staircase downwards into a tunnel where a full building resides. Fable's Fixations Now you are standing in front of Fable's Fixations, Blueberry a spider on the ceiling above you. You can see Flash in his bed in the bay-style window, who perks his head up slightly at the sight of you, and disappears. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? I'm going to start chittering excitedly. Uh, Blueberry, do you want to come down so we could go in the house that is for whatever reason in the Underdark? <sighs> All right, I come down in Unspider. Yeah, let's go. How did, How is she here? Yeah, is is this sketchy or is this like magicy? Can I investigate and see if it seems legit? Just kind of inspecting, seeing if anything looks like an illusion or knockoff. Give me investigation. And are you walking up and getting closer to this building? Yeah. Eight. It's pretty hard to tell exactly what you're looking at, even though you have the dark vision, but it is still a little misty down here. Just from going up, you can, like, touch the side of this building, and it feels real. I'll open a door. You see a pixie with purple hair, goggles this time in front of her eyes. She's next to a small catapult that currently has a dagger in it facing the door. Right above the door is a squirrel hanging from its feet. Mouth open, a lit flame in its mouth. And you can hear, No, wait! What are you 
guys doing here? Fable? What are you doing here? Hi! Come in, come in! How the heck? I'll come in. Cinnamon, get down! Get down! No one's ever used that entrance before. I, I got scared. Are we in the same place or did you move? Why would you set up shop in the Underdark? The Underdark? We're not in the Underdark. Yeah? We sure were. We were just there. Oh, oh. Well, that must be where the flower was. What flower? The flower. How do you pulled to get down here? What does that do? It's like how they all connect. Connect? What do you mean? There's flowers like that all, all over the place. They're pretty few and far between, but I was able to tap into them, and that's how you get to this plane. We're in a different oh. plane? Yeah. What? What? I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who lives here. That must get lonely. No. There's lots of entrances, like I said. So can we go out a different entrance to be somewhere else? Yeah. That's tight. Oh, shit. All right, y'all. <laughs> we about to not be dark no more. I don't normally have to do it that often, but, like, if you want, yeah. Fast travel. This is so cool. <laughs> How'd you guys get here from the Underdark? Why were you there? That's so scary. Oh, my God, no. You guys just opened up a door to the Underdark? It was real gross down there. I'm gonna need to get better security. Well, okay, wait, to be fair. It was pretty hidden. Yeah, you were pretty hidden down there. Well, no one's ever pulled that flower, and that flower's probably been there for thousands of years, so... Yeah, you're set. The flower doesn't get replaced? No. Oh. I don't even know where all of them are. Whoa. Do you know where they all are in your plane? Oh, no, it all is that. And she points to the front door. You, you always go out that one. Oh. So how would we go to a different entrance? I gotta change it. And she points over to a very cluttered corner. Like I said, I don't do it very often. All right, I trust you, because that's tight, and if we don't have to go back up that river where my cloaky was. I don't know what that is. Neither do we. Hmm. Hey, do you have anything cool for sale? Oh my god, I, I, I've been working so hard since you've last been here. I have new and old things for you that I'm going to put in the Discord. <gasps> no way! <laughs> what? Do you have anything on sale, discounted, clearance? clearance? I'm gonna nudge my head towards Cinnamon. How dare you call Cinnamon clearance? Wow. That is horrible. <laughs> you are a... <laughs> um, no, nothing's on clearance. I, you know, like I said, I don't really haggle much. People want them, people want them. Yo, what the fuck is the fuck it bucket? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, I'm gonna read through the stock really quickly. I'm only gonna add the new stuff. Everything that they skipped out on the first time is still here. The new things are the peephole ring, the sending stones, cloak of billowing, charlatan's die, amulet of health, dagger of blinding, and the fuck it bucket. I'm tempted by the dagger of blindings just so I have every possible avenue of blinding someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you want to see it? Can you see it if it's blinding? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's right here. And how does it work? Well, if you stab it in someone's eye, they go blind. Uh, oh, Xander uh, has tons of those already. <laughs> and how much is it? Two gold. Xander? Ah, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a normal dagger. This has nothing special about yeah, it. I figured. <laughs> and let's just add another dagger. Can you tell me about this pee hole ring? Pee hole? Peep hole. Peep There's an extra pee. Peep hole. <laughs> She brings out a small ring. It's big for her. She kind of has to hold it with two hands, but it would fit on your finger. 
whenever you place this ring on a solid object, it acts as a peephole. You can see through up to like three feet of stuff. Whoa. There's no actual hole in the surface or anything, so you can't like shove stuff through there. You can just kind of see through it. It doesn't give any light either, but it lasts for a minute and you can use it once per long rest or you can use a first level spell slot to recharge it. Really? Huh. That's kind of cool. How much is this going to set me back? 550. Oh, God. What about these stones? Xander has a couple stones. He just throws them at people, though. Oh, don't throw these. These are expensive. Here, hold this. And she hands one to you, Sebastian. Okay. And then in your mind... Hey, what's up? Whoa, I could do this to Blueberry sometimes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's cool. This is great, because you could, like, say as far as you want, and you don't have to even know where they are. They don't even have to be on the same plane, and you could talk to them. Oh, shit. What? That's so cool. It's two for 500 gold, or if you guys are going to do a bulk deal of four, I'll I'll do 750, and they're all connected, so it's like a walkie-talkie system. Are you guys trying to get a cell phone plan here, or...? It's more of a Fae 5, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, before I throw in on here, I got to know some more things. What the fuck is the bucket bucket? I found this from a Dark Main YouTube video. I don't know if any of you watch him. It's great. His Twitter followers made him stupid magic items, and he decided whether they were worth it or not, and I fucking love this. It's a bucket that is one foot in diameter. Anything you put into the bucket will be transported randomly to another place on the plane you reside. Okay. That's kind of hype. I like that. I'm not going to lie. All right, so I have a question. If I put that bucket on someone's head, what happens? It wouldn't sever, but that head would probably show up randomly somewhere on the plane until you pulled it back out. So what if you kept on, like, putting it on your head, taking it off, putting it on your head, taking it off? Is it different places every time? It's gotta be. Is it like one object goes to one place no matter what? Or is it like every time you put that object in, it's going to go somewhere different? I think it would be fun to have, like, different locations. But then I also think it would be like, if it was one set location, it would just be like a dump for us at that point. And I don't know if I want to litter on Fendrea. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of dump, we could have our own mobile toilet. Oh, my my God. God. Vince, you're out of the you're out for today. I'm I'm, all I'm saying is (laughs) I'm not letting you touch my fucking bucket. Get away from it, Jet. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go real quick through the other new items just so you guys know what they have. Cloak of billowing, 25 gold. It is a cloak, and as a bonus action, you can make it billow. That's hype. Okay. There is the charlatan's die. Someone who is connected to the die can choose what number it comes up as. Eyes of minute seeing. They're little crystal lenses that go over your eyes. While wearing them, you can see much better than normal to a range of one foot and you'd have advantage on investigation checks that rely on sight while something is in that area. Oh. Amulet of health. Constitution is 19 when wearing this amulet. Jet. I'm going to need to take the cloak of billowing. Damn it. And, oh, wait, do you want it? No, you were you were ordering first. It's okay. <laughs> <We're ordering> first. <laughs> <laughs> Xander was in line first. What was the name of that thing? The Pufwafwi? Wadafwafwi? Pufwafwi. Pufwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafwafw
Well, here's the thing. Do we want to go with this this cell phone plan? If we all split it, that's pretty cheap. How much was it? Seven fifty for four, and then we could all keep in contact no matter where we are. That seems pretty good. That is very useful. I'm in. Uh, I'd be down. Okay. Can you tell me what the amulet of health is? One more time. Constitution is 19 when wearing this amulet. Oh my god. And how much is that? We'd probably all have to pitch in all of our money to get that. That's a thousand gold. A thousand. Oh shit. Oof. That's worth it. What's your con right now? My con is 14. That's lower than mine. Yo, I'm pretty sure that's lower than mine too. You an actor. That makes sense. I will contribute 300 towards Amulet of Health for Jet. I'll use 700. Oh, whoa. Oh, wait. Are we not doing the phones? Yo, Sebastian, won't, won't you and I split? I still have enough to pitch in for that. Okay, well, here's the thing. Blueberry's hating on my rope, and I still want it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we're back here now. Can you just remind me how much it is? <laughs> It's it's 250, but that's actually on clearance because nobody wants it. What? Fuck yeah! Ah! I will... <laughs> what? Uh, how much how much clearance are we talking? It's 200. You get 50 gold off. Hell yeah! I I would like the rope, please. Okay. Thank you. I have 550 gold left. I'll put that towards some cell phones if we want. I have 80 left. I can put up like 400 towards the cell phones. Okay, I'll do the rest. I mean, no, I can do something. Hold on. Uh, let's see. One fourth of it would be 187.5. I can put in 200 or so. You guys do 200. I'll do the remainder. Okay. So, Jet now has an amulet of health, changing his constitution to 19. I'm just so curious how much his health is going to go up. Yo, for real, please tell us. So, you got an amulet of health, a cloak of billowing, a dagger of blinding, and. Four sending stones. All right, what's everybody's number? <laughs> oh, that just added ten more health. Ten is a lot. Yeah. I only have two gold left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, how much does everybody else have? I, I got a good chunk. I got 393. 249. 350. Just saying, just saying, that's enough for the fuck it bucket. Xander, did you really want the bucket? I mean, it is kind of cool, but... It's pretty dope. I'll add 100 to the bucket. So I still have 350 gold. What am I, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> There's so many things you can do with money, bro. <laughs> I, like, spend it on some drip or something. Like, get some new shoes. Yeah, but, like, I can't take this home with me. Them chucks are fucked right now. You should look for some... Something They're new. disgusting. I know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was It was 750. We do have enough. A hundred from blue and three twenty-five from each of us. I I can help out some. I'm gonna flick him two gold. I <laughs> catch it in the bucket. Ah shit! Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration for that. Oh hell yeah! Where does it end up? You hear just across the room. Is it? Oh, it's only on the same plane. This is a small ass plane. It's only the shop! (laughs) (laughs) And now Cinnamon is running around playing with the two gold. Alright, I guess it works. Okay, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you for cleaning shop. Wait, so where where are you trying to go? Uh... What was the name of that town? We were just in Faramore? You have one that goes somewhere close by? That's kind of by Eagle Hill, right? Maybe? Yeah. 
That was on one of the signs, right? Yeah, yeah. We were right over there. It was, uh, you know, just just across the way from the other place. Okay, yeah, I have one that's just outside of Eagle Hill. This one's a pain in the ass. Oh, why? Oh, my God. So here's the thing. It's just outside of Eagle Hill. You should be in, like, a cemetery when you go out there. And it's going to be under some bushes. This place was used a lot. And people used to pick the flower and try to put it onto gravestones. And then they would come down here because they'd find the place. And it was just a pain in the ass. So I planted a bunch of bushes around it so nobody would find it anymore. Isn't that a lot of business? Yeah, but I only need to sell a couple things to do good. This is just more for fun. Okay. So, yeah, give me one second. And she goes over to a corner of her shop that is extra cluttered. It looks like she doesn't use this area often. And she takes out a wooden board. It's a wooden board that she has painted flowers on out of a small box. There is a wooden peg in the board and some holes placed kind of randomly throughout. You can see she looks at it and goes, There's another one to remember now. She takes the little peg out of a hole. I'm pretty sure this one's the one that's outside of Eagle Hill. Like, how sure? We'll know if we see a bush when the door opens, right? Yeah, I mean, if you don't see a bush in the graveyard, you just come back down and we'll try maybe this one. <laughs> Works for me. Where else do they go? What are the other pegs? Lots of places. All around Fendrea. And by lots of places, I mean like six. There's one out here in the Badlands. It's right underneath a volcano. There's the one outside of Elvarath. There's the one outside of Eagle Hill. There's one deep in Burndarium, but that one's scary. Don't go there. And then there's one in the Witchfen Forest. I don't like the name of that at all. I think I found a place like that in, like, Vermont once. Oh, and there's one a couple miles outside of Hostgate. So, is there ever a time that these are not going to work for us? I mean, it hasn't happened since. Lit. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, dope. Well, hey, much appreciated, Boo. We, uh, I guess, gonna get into this bush. Not great. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and redacted. <laughs> Xander, she flies over for a dap. Bye, everyone. Come again. Thank you, Fable. Thank you. Leaving Fables, you walk up the stairs. And there is a hatch ahead of you that looks to be made of dirt. Going, going. Pushing it up. This one is a little harder than the other ones. And as you're pushing it open... You're almost immediately blinded by, like, the bright Fendran sun. As you're pushing, it feels like there's these bushes that are, like, kind of holding it down, and you have to push it all the way up. And then there is a scattering of bushes around you as the entrance pushes up. She got it right. All right. Oh, my God. The sun feels so good. I know. Five more minutes. Damn. That's bright as hell. Should, should one of us go back and tell her that was the correct one? Yeah, she'll figure it out eventually. She'll know if we don't come back. Oh, okay, yeah, true. Okay. Just outside of the hatch is, again, these bunches of bushes, as well as there is a little rundown cemetery. Many of the headstones breaking or cracked, some completely unmarked, others so withered away that they are impossible to read what they once said. There's a small stone wall about knee-high surrounding the cemetery. It is broken down in a lot of places and has foliage growing through its entirety. Looks like the cemetery is long forgotten, but there's one area that still seems neatly kept. At least like a small portion of it is maintained. There's a pathway leading out of this thicket of trees that is surrounding you and looks to connect to a main road not far from this tree line. And Blueberry, you're looking for cemetery stones that are... Legible. As you're walking, there are, there are a couple here and there that are legible, but they're hard to read because they're so broken down. 
but there's one in this more well-kept area that looks like someone still comes to tend to this area. You don't really know how old it is because of how nicely kept it is. You can read Darian Swelton. There is no birth date on this headstone. There's only a death date, but you would not know how to read the Fendran calendar. Yo, this dude never was born. <laughs> then how did he die? That's the question, man. How does it all happen? We just we just out here. Anyway, I want to search around the grave for like anything on the outside. Give me nature. Ooh. Oh. <gasps> Ooh. I don't have great nature because it's my brain, but 21. Noise. Blueberry, as you're, as you're kind of looking around, you're looking at how this place is maintained. And you can see that recently there have been flowers that have been placed at this headstone. They have deteriorated a little bit and decayed. And with your very good nature check, there is a bright pink flower. It's decaying at this point, but you can still tell what this flower is. And Colin didn't come up with a name for it, so we're going to call it Vince. Give me a name for a flower. Uh, I just want to say Prometheus, but it's a movie. Perfiphysis? Perfiphysis. I like that. Perfiphysis. Blueberry, this is a Perfiphysis flower. The very little you do know about it is just stuff that you've actually learned in Fendrea, talking to different people during your time here, people in the Crimson Grove, just talking about these little things. This just happened to be one of those things that someone told you a little bit about. It is meant for making sure that nightshade doesn't grow. Whoa. Mm. This is to prevent the growth of nightshade. Oh. And with your 21 nature, I will say you would know that Nightshade generally is an omen that undeath is near. Oh. Oh. So something like the raising of the dead. All right. Well, let's go. (laughs) You're heading out of the cemetery area and you reach a very large road. This is like one of those roads you were taking to Faramore in the beginning. And you can see down to the path to the right is a large city with a wall around it. This, from what you would know, you would presume is Eagle Hill, and the other path heads further west. We we should probably get back, right? Yeah. I don't know if we want to go explore. Nah, not while we're carrying these big-ass eyeballs. Yeah, we don't want these to, like, decay or something like that, or chance of losing them. We, get, we have to go back. All right, to Faramore. Can I do something on the travels? Can I try to sneak, tie the rope to Jet's chain mail. I feel like he's big. He won't feel it. Give me deception, but use dexterity. Uh, so you're going to roll your proficiency bonus plus dexterity. 17. That's higher than Jet's passive perception. Nice. As he's walking in front of me, I want to sneak up behind him and tie the rope around his waist, but not like super tight so he's going to notice. And then I just want to keep pulling on the rope as I slowly like back away from him. As he just like just makes the rope super long. So I'm still moving forward. He's just progressively getting more ahead of me as this rope just grows and I'm just grinning with glee. And I'm distracting Jet because I see this happen and I'm just making sure he doesn't turn around. <laughs> Blueberry, see, I could do this. What's the point? Do what? I'm gonna look back. Yeah. <laughs> 
And now you pull. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you know? Oh, God. Well, I guess since it's a never-ending spool, it would just keep coming off the spool if you pulled it. It wouldn't pull Sebastian. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Can I, can I do like the, you know, when people work out with the big ropes and they kind of like flick it and it gets the big <laughs> yeah. whip in it? Can I do that a bunch to try to get it to whip Sebastian? From 50 feet away? <laughs> it would just keep pulling stuff out. It would just, Let me have this, Nigel. Each whip would just like pull out more. I'm <laughs> Let just me saying. have this, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an attack roll with disadvantage using dexterity. So dexterity plus proficiency. And next, you'll use history with your athletics modifier. <laughs> so that you can... Thirteen. Sebastian, what's your armor class? Fourteen, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you do feel this. He whips it real hard, and it actually does do like that yeah. snap, and it makes a loud sound near you, though, Sebastian. Okay, I'm gonna start spooling it up, and then come back to everybody. All right, everybody, let's take five. Hey all I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG, where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Irreverent, lawless, and loads of chaotic fun. Welcome to Loners by D.B. Bray and Wahida Clark. A mess of merry mercenaries led by our main hero, if you could call him that, Yari Rockjaw, who is just aching to put his bounty hunting days behind him and finally live the quiet life he's craved all these years. You see, bounty hunting is a complicated job. Some love you, most despise you. But one thing was certain. If Yari received your contract, you were as good as dead. This book promised to be such good fun, and let me tell you, it did not disappoint. It is a rip-roaring, hearty adventure full of humor and plenty of fast-paced action scenes. The tempo is set from the get-go and continues relentlessly throughout the story, with D.B. Bray and Wahida Clark never letting their foot off the throttle. As they lurch from one misadventure to the next, things become slightly more complicated and Yari and his bunch of loners find themselves in one impossible predicament after another. So, if you're looking for a new book that'll grab your attention immediately and will take you on one hell of an adventure, look no further than Loners. And be sure to grab the audiobook, narrated by Walt Allen, who truly brings all of these unique characters to life and describes this beautiful world flawlessly. Loners, by D.B. Bray and Wahida Clark. Pick up your copy of the audiobook today on Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. Quiet on set! We're rolling in three, two, one, action! The journey back to Faramore is relatively quick. Following the path to the west for an hour or two and many miles, you get to a fork in the road. This one you have seen previously on your way to Faramore. Are you going right to Matthias's? Is that the plan? I would assume so. Yeah. 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 Let's unload these balls. What? <laughs> I, I balls. 
heading back to Faramore is only a few more miles and not all that exhausting traveling via road. You're able to start seeing these buildings and getting on this main pathway that brings you to the long winding trail to Matthias's University of Modern Magic. Here, the gate is wide open. There are currently two people here handing out flyers for the university to passersby. A man who looks like he's from the Crimson Grove with copper skin and elven ears. He is currently wearing a school uniform. It's a light green robe cinched at the waist with a white cloth belt. And there is a dwarven man with dark black hair and tan skin wearing the same thing. And as you guys are kind of walking by, the elven man holds out a flyer to you guys. Hey folks, once in a lifetime opportunity, openings at the university. I think we're good. We're already enrolled, bro. What? You're not wearing colors. I'm always flying colors, but you can't know what gang. Anyway, sorry. It's, uh, no, we just, we were on a mission. We, we just got back. We got to relax. Got to change into our uniforms. Are you, are you new? Yeah, we're new. Yeah, we knew. They're the newbies. The dwarf man goes, newbies. You know, like the might not make it back newbies. I can't believe you guys are back. Let me take you on up to see Matthias. Uh, can I make an inside check on this guy? What are you, what are you looking for? He's being tricksy in any way. 17. With that 17, you're kind of watching him as you guys are walking back up to the university. I want to get you a chance to hear him talk and say a few things, and then I'll give you the results, okay? Okay. You all start heading up this long path to the university, and the elven man says, So, newbies made it out alive, huh? Surprised, Underdark is a scary place. You can talk about it with me and Torbeck there, though. We're part of the secret squad Matthias has got going on. That's why we're watching the gate. Sorry, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Advertising at the front gate of your school might not be, like, the best way to get new students. You might want to, like, go into town for that, right? Yeah, there's a lot more people down there. I know, but we're not actually advertising. See, Kanu is on a special mission right now, so he can't do security. So we needed someone who's on the inside to be watching the gate. So we're advertising, but we're actually just watching the gate. How many people have you handed flyers out to today? Like, eight. Nobody cares. Hey, I mean, that's eight new prospective students. That's very important for your curriculum and for your population. You never know how much funding you're going to get. Advertising. Matthias says it's important, but the more important part is the security. So, Blueberry, now that you've got a little bit of time to, like, kind of listen to what he's saying, he keeps on doing this thing where whenever he says something that he knows probably shouldn't be said aloud, he kind of gets quiet and comes in close. He's trying to keep that stuff secret, even though there's absolutely no one around you. So it looks like he is actually asking about you guys, and he looks like he does know a little bit about what you guys were doing. But not in a suspicious way. No, I mean, it sounds like he is genuinely advertising, but doing security. Okay, uh, well, we're headed inside then. Cool, thanks. What's your name? Oh, name's Finn. Finn. Pleasure. For sure. Once we get up around this corner, there might be a lot of students, so we gotta just, you know, play it cool. Yo, what do you think about falafel? Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. After ultimate frisbee practice? Oh my god. You guys play ultimate frisbee? All the time, dude? Oh my god. Oh my god. 
That's like my favorite sport. All the cool kids do ultimate frisbee. Do you follow the pro league? We are the pro league. Oh my god. And don't listen to almost everyone else at the school who says lacrosse is better. Ultimate frisbee is definitely the cool sport. You don't have to tell me twice. Are you guys like allowed to use magic in the in the game? Like, could you just like make that spirit hand come out and grab the frisbee? Only in street games? Hell yeah. I'm all about the street, baby. Anyway, it looks like we're here, right? Yeah. So as you guys <laughs> come around this watchtower, there are lots of students on the grounds for once. Many are outside, some doing little fun cantrip things as they mess around on the grounds. There are those on blankets out in the grass, some people throwing a frisbee around. One guy is summoning dogs and then walking up and talking to girls as they pet them. <laughs> That's how I would use magic. You can see a group of people crowded around a single person as they reach into a small bag and are making a big show of it. The bag is a small pouch and it looks to have some sort of owl-bear hybrid stitched onto the front of it in colorful threads. This student is again looking around at everybody making a big deal, ooh, ooh, what's gonna happen? And he finally pulls his hand out of the bag nice and high, revealing something small and yellow. And all the students around him go, aww. Finn stops and watches the spectacle and goes, everyone hates yellow. Why yellow? It's just not that good. Nigel agrees with this concept of just yellow not being a good thing. No, no, like the flavor of yellow is kind of bad. You guys never had a bag of gummy owl bears? The bag of gummy owl bears was made by Megan M over on Patreon. Thank hey. you. Yeah. Listen. I'll get you guys one. Don't worry. They're they're great. Is the guy with the dogs cute? Give me a D10 roll, and that's his 1 to 10 number. That's his <laughs> 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 it's a 10! Oh, shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> He's so hot. This dude is smoking. <laughs> yeah, what is Blueberry's, like, ideal man? I feel like it's just that. How does she flirt? Oh, God. I don't know. You saw Blueberry flirt with Kanu. Oh, right. She just gets awkward. <laughs> <laughs> there are currently four girls surrounding this dog, and one of them's kind of just doing the little, like, finger hair twirl as she, like, stands up and starts talking to him. I'm going to cast Summon Fae. Oh, no. And... Other than it's going to be a mirthful something, I, I don't know what it's going to look like other than something small and hopefully something that lures a dog towards me without putting Frederick at risk. Okay. <laughs> but some sort of like feline-ish little fae creature. I'm imagining like a little kitten with like fairy wings sort of oh. thing. Okay, so you have this little cat with fairy wings and you have summoned it near this dog and you can see this dog is enjoying its pets from these little humans and he perks up and looks at this thing. So what does the mirthful summon spirit do? It's going to kind of fly around a little eight shape and sort of zoop away in my direction. Yeah, do you want to try to charm the dog? Yeah. That is a three plus whatever the dog has for wisdom, which is two. So the dog looks very intrigued and is starting to run over. And it's kind of like bouncing in front of this thing, looking like it's trying to play. <laughs> You're bringing the dog all the way back over to you. Yes. And you can see this man immediately perks up 
looks towards your direction with this perfectly white smile with a chiseled chin and a nice <laughs> trimmed brown beard. Tell me if any of this is something Blueberry wouldn't like and then it's redacted. <laughs> <laughs> and he smiles, looks at the girls around him, looks back at you, and then walks towards you. The little fae is going to land on my shoulder next to Frederick. I'm just going to pet the dog. He walks over and he he takes a second. He's got a little bit of messy hair. It's not too long and it's just right enough. And it's a little bit tall, but it's not too long where it's too crazy. He has on like this tight fitted shirt and khaki colored pants. Are you explaining that ultra Chad guy? Yes, it's Giga Chad. It's not Giga Chad. <laughs> you just explained Giga Chad without saying that he's like ridiculously jacked and chiseled. No, because he's got like the he's got very round glasses on and he's not ridiculously jacked. He's wearing fitted clothes. He's toned. He's toned. He's got a couple buttons undone. Yeah, he's got two buttons undone. It's warm enough where his undershirt is relatively low, so you can see just a little bit of chest hair, not like a crazy chest hair, like long or anything. He has a small scar on his eyebrow where hair no longer grows. Oh, Hot as fuck. <laughs> Even though all he's doing is walking over, Blueberry, his charisma is palpable. The girls behind him are almost in tears as he's walking away. He just goes, you are good with your summons. Oh, is this your dog? Much like that is your cat. Do you go here? I do. I don't tend to wear the colors on days I'm not in school. We're new, so we don't really have colors yet. I'm Blueberry. Blueberry. Charmed. And he does that little bit of a bow. Do you have... We are not sure entirely how the school works yet. Do you have, like, a specialty in magic or... Illusion. The dog gets up on its hind legs and it starts looking like it's trying to dance. So lies. Interesting. Lies are what the layperson sees. A true magic enthusiast understands that they can change the world through lies. So are they lies? Pretty sure they are. Effective, but still lies. If lies are a means to an end... Are they not useful tools? I never said not useful, just lies. Then I agree. You can call me a liar anytime. Did you tell me your name? Name's John Stamos. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Stamos? Jan Stamos? I'm joking. He's not Jan Stamos. Wait, wait, no. Make Jan, make Jan Cannon right here, right no, now. No, it's not making Jan. Do it. I'm, I'm rolling for it. You're rolling for a name? Name's Jan Stamos. No! <laughs> ah, yes! I rolled in that one. Yes! <laughs> Name's Jan. Jan Stamos. Okay, cool. Well, I'll see you in class. Okay, bye. I'll walk away. You can see he had just gotten something out of his pocket. And he goes, so can I get your sending? And he has a sending stone out. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make Namora appear like right in front of his face and just like yeah. right right at Dog him? Dog or the person? <laughs> <Just> spook him. <laughs> I'm trying to spook Jan. Give me intimidation. 23. You guys all hear. 
<laughs> and the dog poops away as he moves backwards and falls on the ground behind him and he gets a bad grass stain all down his shirt. All the girls he was just talking to burst out in laughter. <laughs> As I I walk away. (laughs) Finn goes, yeah, fuck that guy. He's on the lacrosse team. Thinks he's so cool. Fuck yeah, man. Ultimate Frisbee all the way. Dap him up. He's a college dude. He knows how to dap, right? Yeah, all the college kids know how to dap. So he he daps you up. Excellent. (laughs) So Finn takes you inside the university. He goes and knocks on Matthias's office door. Which opens with who would have guessed Matthias? Matthias peeks his head out and looks behind you guys. And he just says, well, aren't you all spectacular? So glad you made it back. Please, inside the office, inside the office. We come in. Before he closes the door, he says, Finn, remember, you need to warn me when people are coming up the walkway. Even if they are friends like these, I don't want any mishaps while Kanu is gone. As he shuts the door, you guys are all in Matthias' office as he turns around. You are all in one piece. For the most part. It was a little rough there, bud. I'm going to reach into my bag and grab the red eye and just hold it out towards him. This one is a little bit of a bitch. Oh my god, is that the one I need to... Here, give me that. I just throw it to him. Oh god, ew, ew. And he puts it on his desk. I don't think that's the one you're looking for, though, boss. Oh. We also got these ones. You brought them all? We didn't know what to do with them. Oh, ew, ew. I'll throw all the other ones to him. Oh, my God, stop. Ew, they're revolting. Stop that. Stop. Stop. Let me know which one I need. Uh, Uh, Can you describe what you needed? The purple one, right? It was the one that made the bear appear. There was a bear? Okay. There was a bear. Purple. Yeah, I surged a little bit, bro. It was... You surged. Sounds like a problem for the nurse to take care of, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hit us with a quick description of what you need to happen from the eye? Kingsley needs to have the magic inside him excited as his muscles spasm so they can expel the magic out from him and release the blockers on his synapses purple had me twitching and then i think that is the right one though right that's gotta be it it sounds like it yeah i wonder what happened to me you can dispose of the other ones we don't need those you don't think they'd be useful for something i mean could we sell them actually we might be able to do some tests or something on them they just they gross me out do you think maurice could use these dude no oddly enough eyeballs are a delicacy where we come from they are where? Uh, L.A. <laughs> Anna, please confirm. Uh, uh, what? Sebastian, who took you somewhere? Where, are you okay? Someone made me fish eyes. I know I brought you some weird places, but... They said it was good. Did you say it was good? No. <laughs> uh, You got pranked, bro. Okay, well, we're not going to eat the eyes. I need to know... How'd you get back. I was expecting Kanu to tell me when you got back. Where did Kanu go? Why would Kanu? He's still at the lighthouse. Oh. Uh, I had to send him to the lighthouse after you didn't come back. 
you left the fire burning and we needed to make sure that it wouldn't go out by the next night. Uh... He may have seen some dead bodies there and some people in cages. They were just sleeping. No, they weren't all just sleeping. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Xander, good job. Hey. Don't need any more slavers in Faramore. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, shit. We've, oh my God, we forgot about the dudes in the Underdark. Oh, shit. We had to go back through. What do you mean? Yeah, we were going to go back for the halfling. So I need to know what happened down there. Like, I see you got the Nathrix, but should we expect more drow in Faramore? I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Well, we didn't really stop anything when we got down there. Like, we, we went down and we pretended to be cartographers. Weird. Well, hey, it worked. <laughs> so we got our, we made our way through, but we didn't really stop anything. And they're building, like, a whole army or some shit down there, so... To attack Faramore? No, Aklak. What? They're gonna sack Aklak and, and turn it into, like, another military encampment or some shit. Okay, so, but does that mean they're going to come for Faramore next? This is important. I don't think that's their plan, but they didn't tell us. But it's quite possible. But why are they getting slaves from here they never used to do that they're building shit we'll have to send some scouts or something because we can't have that happening <sighs> i hate going in front of the board they probably think we died tbh who are all the people we talked to down there because we just like we went through and it was just one way and then they didn't we didn't go back that way we just kind of like poofy woofy didn't we you out here talk to people there and you didn't figure out what they're doing well like it's not like they're gonna tell us their entire plan we're just dudes we're cartographers not soldiers damn it Kanu will have to stay at the lighthouse or close up that connection to the Undertark, and i will have to go in front of tarquin which is never fun tarquin he's the ruler of faramore tarquin fair isle huh is he nice well so here's the thing he's kind of new so he, has, he hasn't gotten that sassiness over the years. He's the one who's taken all the vast liking to the moon trees. He's increased temporal visitorship tenfold during his rule, which means I have to learn a bunch about the moon trees and Saitia, and I don't really care all that much, but now we have to make it a big thing here, and it's kind of a pain. He won't like the whole slaving thing, though. But I can take care of that. Uh, yeah, so we, we pulled on a flower, and we went through a shop, and now we're back. Um... <laughs> Sebastian, how did you guys get back? We pulled on a flower, we went into a shop, and now we're back. <laughs> we went through uh, Eagle Hill, and, and they uh, came out of like a bush. I don't know. It was, it's been a long-ass day. I told you all not to lie to me ever again. Hey, bitch. Does it sound like we're lying? It sounds like you're insane. No, we're telling the truth. Here, watch. I'm going to cast the zone of truth on all of us. How did you all get back? We pulled up a flower, went through the shop, and now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can talk about that later. So, we have what we need. The serum will take some time to prepare. We should allow Maynard to rest for the time being. He has no idea the hell he will be subjected to in just a short time. We could use some sleep, too. You should find him. He will be glad to know you're back safe. We will meet in this office again late at night. Tonight. Do not knock or make any necessary noise. The door will be unlocked. Just come in. Try not to be seen or heard leaving your dorms. 
come just past 3 a.m. before dawn. Bring Maynard, hopefully well-rested. Be prepared for anything. We have no idea how this will affect him. How long do you think it could take for him to be affected by it? I don't know. I mean, his muscles will likely spasm. We plan to tie him down to hopefully negate that. Magic may expel from his body rapidly. He may lose consciousness. If so, the magic may run rampant with the eyes here inside of him. I just don't know how it's going to affect him. We need to just be prepared to do anything to keep him alive and well. It may just do nothing. Honestly, this whole process sounds like smoke and toad venom. What the fuck is that, Xander? I'll tell you about it later, bud. Okay. He goes over to a cabinet and opens it up. I think I do have toad venom, though. No, you're good, dude. I don't think anyone here is going to be up to the task here. I used to be cool. 3 a.m., okay? Go find Maynard. Get your sleep. Anything you need to do now, meet me back here at 3 a.m. Okay. Gucci boss. You got it. To the dorms. Going into the dorms, you can hear someone is in the kitchen area, which is still on the first floor. It is not in the basement of the dorms. It sounds like they are cooking something. I want to stick my head in. Kingsley is here. He has a badly made fire on this rusty stove. He still looks like he's trying to cook something on a pan he has found from somewhere. It looks like he's not doing great. I want to take a good look at what he's cooking. It looks like he has just a bunch of berries from outside that he's trying to make into something. Hey, Kingsley Bud, what what uh, what you got going on here? Shit! Shit, you're back. Oh my god, this is wondrous. What's going on, man? What, what, what are you doing? Well, I'm really hungry. Okay. All the food here is spoiled, and no one will help me make it better points over and there's a cabinet that's just filled with moldy bread okay hey kingsley you want a donut what yes are you kidding you have donuts yeah dog and i'll pull out a donut give me a d6 roll two two donuts he just scarfs it down immediately oh my gosh this is wondrous oh my god is that another hold on wait wait anna heads or tails heads heads is vegan all right, he ate the vegan one first. <laughs> I don't think that matters, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, that first one was vegan. This next one is not... Can I... Can I... Please, I am so hungry. Yeah, yeah, here you go, boss. Wait, why are you so hungry? No one will help me make the food good. Everyone else just walks in here, grabs moldy bread, and then, oh, it's fresh again. But I can't do that. While he's doing that, you, what time did you say it was? 5, 6 p.m. So while he's giving him the donuts, I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out my teapot and pour him a cup of tea. Past 4 p.m. You know, lukewarm by this point, but it's good. Can I take out some of my rations and start cooking it up for him? Yes. He's very thankful. I think we should make sure he's prepared for what tomorrow is or tonight is. Tonight, yeah. So he is uh, sipping his tea and eating whatever Jet has cooked up. Uh, Hey, Jet. Yeah. You you should probably be the one to tell him what he's going to go through. Do you think he has an idea, even? Like, is this going to be a shock to him? I'm sure he's got some semblance of what's going to happen, but I don't think he understands the extent of what's going to happen. Mm, all right. 
Hey, uh, hey, Kingsley, how's your meal? Good. Thanks so much, Jet. You're always there for me when I need it. Yeah. Always will. So, we gotta, we gotta talk about tonight. Tonight? Oh my god, it's happening tonight. I thought I had a few days before... Uh, nah, man. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, it's tonight. Real soon. Okay. That's scary. First off, how are you feeling? For the first time in days, full. You feeling pretty healthy? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I feel kind of worthless sometimes here, because everybody else can do really, really good magic and stuff, but I can't. But that's okay. I'm going to learn soon. We're here to help you. We're going to make sure that you're safe. I would not worry about that. Don't let that get to you. Well, hopefully... Tomorrow morning, I'll wake up and be all set. So... So... We got talking to Matthias, and... The serum's gonna be ready for you tonight. Do you have any inkling of what it could do to you? I kind of assumed it would be like the vaccine that they gave to me. Just poking the arm a little sore for a day or two, but other than that... I gotta give it to you straight, bud. It's gonna be a little bit more than that. We honestly don't know. Oh. Well, Matthias is really smart. Like, I'm sure he'll make it so it's safe, right? I Yeah, I mean, I believe in him too. Don't worry. I'm really hoping that this is just a simple little vaccine. Sore in the arm. Boom, bing, boom. You know, woohoo, we're good. Let's go. But he's saying it could be... A lot more. Like a tattoo or something? I've never gotten a tattoo. I'm kind of nervous about it. Like, right, let's, let's sit down. There's a chance it could get really bad. And it can hurt. There, there's a small chance it could do some bad stuff to you. And before we do anything to you, I need to make sure that you're prepared for it and you're ready for it and, and know what you're about to go through. You're sure this is best? In my heart, I, I believe it is, yes. And I am going to make sure that nothing ultimately bad happens to you. I am going to be there the whole time with you. We'll be there to give you every bit of healing you might need, any sort of guidance, anything you need, we will be there. You guys have saved me once. With all of you at my side, I think it'll be okay. I have a good feeling about it. I think this is right. I'm scared, but I... I think I just need a nap. I think we all do. It's been a long-ass day for us. I don't know about you. Uh, yes, let's... let's go to bed. I will assist with opening doors and turning on or off lights. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot. You can all take your long rests as you all awaken level six. Let's go! Oh my god. So you all awaken early morning. Can I wake up before Jet? Sure. I would like to go wake him up, please. I, I get out of bed and I'm really frazzled. I didn't have a night terror, but you know, little nightmares and stuff here and there, like kind of on the brink of sleep paralysis. So I'm a little frazzled, and I'm running to his door, and I use magic to open the door, and then I go and I 
shaking him and I'm waking him up. I'm like, Jet, 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 Jet. What, 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 what? I had a nightmare. Can I just chill with you? And as I, as I shake him, I cast invisibility on him on accident. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! Jet. What the fuck? You're gone. Where'd I go? I don't know. Am I here? Are you there? Am I always going to be like this? I don't know what happened. I I did it on accident. I'm sure I can undo it. What should I do? Uh, just stay stay there for a second, I guess. Um, okay. Hold on. I'm going to walk over to Blueberry's room. Knock really quietly. Huh? Blueberry. What? I messed up. Why? I, I made Jet disappear. Excuse me? Uh, he's gone. He's there, but, like, not. Is he a ghost? Uh, no, he's alive. What do you mean? Uh, come see. Well, you can't come see. Um. Show me what you mean. See, again, that's gonna be hard. I can't really show you. What did you do? Uh, he's gone! I'll take her to the room, and I open the door. Jet? Hi. See? What? Where are you? I'm gonna go over and just lift up a little bit of her hair. Ah! Spoopy. <laughs> Did you cast magic? I think I might have. I was a little frazzled. Um, well, stop concentrating. But wait, wait, wait! I'm kind of liking this. This is kind of fun. Hey, is Xander still sleeping? As far as I know. Do you have a flask of water on you? Of course. Can I borrow that? I'll go grab my water. Give it to you. I mean, I hold it out for you, someone to take. <laughs> Go open Xander's door. Open it with Thorn Whip. I'm going to sneak in, close the door behind me with my foot, and then I'm going to go over and just lightly pour the water all over Xander's crotch, and then I'm just going to slap the wall so that it, it wakes him up. Xander, in the room, you hear... You're going to have to try a little bit harder than that. Xander sleeps very heavily, <laughs> and he's wet himself more times than you can count. So, <laughs> Where are all of his belongings? <laughs> Does Xander sleep naked? No. I mean, his bags are just on the ground. Where does Namora sleep? Yeah, where is Namora? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> you can't see in the dark. This room is so oh. dark, dude. You can't see. Like, Namora can see you. <laughs> Oh, shit. Wait, can he? It's, it's like a spy cam or like a security <laughs> camera, just like somewhere in the room. Where is Xander's camera? Uh, That would be probably on the nightstand. Okay, I just want to grab that and walk out. Namora's going to cast... Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do Eldritch Blast at the door, where Jet is headed. <laughs> Give me an attack roll on the door. Oh, well, I rolled a nat 20 on that. <laughs> oh so God. Okay. What do you want the Eldritch Blast to inscribe on the door as Jet goes for it? Namora gets to decide from Namora's perspective. <laughs> It'll say, put back in big purple shiny letters on the, on the door. So Jet, you see from a corner... An Eldritch Blast comes out and says, put back on the door as you're reaching for it and you have the camera in hand. I am going to stop in place 
slowly turn around and look in the direction that the Eldritch Blast came from and just sneak back over and put the camera very gently onto the countertop. And then the cape starts billowing. <laughs> just... <laughs> Xander's <laughs> curled up in it, but it just started billowing. <laughs> and then I'm just going to slowly leave the room and just head back to Sebastian and Blueberry. Xander, Namora, either you would have woken up from the Eldritch Blast or Namora comes over and wakes you up. Oh, geez. Damn. Morning, y'all. How we doing? Having a good time? Let's go. Time for magic, surgeon. Oh, do I get um, charges back on the staff? Yeah, roll a d6. And Xander, as you're putting on them pants, they feel a little heavy. While he's rolling for that, I'm going to think real hard, and they go... And I'm wearing a uniform, which then drops invisibility. So you're wearing the green robes with the white belt. Yeah, whatever uniform I saw Finn wearing when we walked up. Jet just poofs back into existence, half-naked, putting his clothes back on. Why are you naked? Oh, God, don't look at me! Sorry! God, get out! Ah! I rolled three. I rolled a ten. Xander, hand into the pocket, pulls out, packet of soy sauce. Hype. All right. I'm going to spend two charges to cast Pass Without a Trace on us. Big old bubble of willow comes out and envelops us quietly. Willow hug. All right. I'm ready to get this over with. That's the spirit. Head up these stairs, pop out the main door to the dorms. Yard is completely empty. There's nobody out here. Why would they be at 3 a.m.? You guys head over to the main building. Doors unlocked. You're easily able to just walk in. And you come up to Matthias's doorway. Blueberry, you're entering without knocking or anything. Entering the office, Matthias is waiting for you. It's dark in here, and he gestures you inside while putting a single finger over his mouth to signal to be quiet. And as you all enter quietly, he goes to a wall behind the table you have sat at when speaking with him previously. He gestures you to come closer. He closes his eyes, and he drops a little bit of white powder out of a vial onto the ground. It flows itself beneath the floorboards, beneath his feet, and he whispers, Alisander, rise and let us in. The wall in front of Matthias slowly moves to one side, revealing a staircase leading downward to the basement of the university. Following downward, the staircase seems to go down about two stories or so, the walls and floor here are made of rough stone, and as you get down here, there's a long hallway with doors on both sides that are closed. And as you're falling behind you, the wall to Matthias's office closes once more. Okay, we can talk here now again, try to be not too loud. And he points to these closed doors on either side. He says, you will be able to access these rooms later. These are where our group practices magic that may be deemed too powerful by the magistrate. And he continues down the hallway and says, This way, please. Quietly following. He continues walking down this long hallway and opens a door on his right. I have set up this room for this specific purpose. It should be a safe place to test out the antidote. 
entering this room, there is a single table in the center of a square open room. The table has chains and manacles attached to each corner. It has a pillow and a couple folded up blankets on it to make it a bit more comfortable. Maynard, if you please, you will need to be chained up to keep you from hurting yourself if things go wrong. Um, okay. Guys? Kingsley sits on this table. He kind of flattens out some of the blankets, lays down as Matthias starts putting these manacles on. Think it would be better for me to enhance an ability of his going into this? I don't know if he's going to have to use anything to get through this. His fortitude, his ability to keep calm and keep his wits about him. Is he pretty nervous while he's getting on the table and everything? Yeah, a little bit. To try to calm him down, I'm going to go over and I'm just going to grab one of his hands. Kingsley, I'm going to be here with you the whole time, okay? You're not going through this alone. We're all here with you. I'm right here with you. We got you. I'd like to prepare an action anytime that I feel that he starts to lose his integrity or anything. I'm going to use laying hands. And I would like to cast Bless as well. So we will do we will do Kingsley, Blueberry, and Sebastian. We're going to do that at second level as well. Oh, so you add one more person. So we're going to include Xander. I'm going to take out the dragon scale pick and kind of just plop myself in the corner and just try to play something very, like, calming and soothing, like a light picking, almost like airy, and give him my advanced bardic inspiration where he gets the advantage roll just to try to soothe him a little bit. And I will be in the room. (laughs) Matthias finishes up putting on all four of those manacles. He says, It is very possible the magic inside of Maynard will be extremely agitated with the surges of energy going through him. I am going to do my best to contain his magic if it's expelled out of him so it does not hurt anyone nearby, because it could get violent. And he outstretches his hand that has a small syringe in it. He hands it to Jet. He moves to a corner of this room and he kind of stretches a moment and you can see his hands start to glow as he looks onward. Where are all of you standing? This room is 45 feet wide and 45 feet deep. Kingsley is in the very center of the room. Matthias is in one of the corners. Jet, are you staying right next to Kingsley? I'm going to be holding on to Kingsley's left hand because I'm, I'm right-handed. So I'll be 35 feet away. So because he's in the center and it's a 45 foot wide room, there's like 20 foot on each side. Yeah, 20 feet. I'll be in an unoccupied corner. I'm going to be right behind Jet on the floor against the wall. So leaning against the wall while I play. Jet, are you taking that needle? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to take the needle. Kingsley, are you ready? Yeah, just do it. I'll hold on to his hand tighter, and I'll do the injection. Stabbing the needle in and pushing down the plunger. Kingsley looks fine. Doesn't seem to look that bad. He was clenching his jaw a bit when the needle went in, but now that the needle is out of him, you can see his body kind of relaxes a little bit. 
Jet, you're really close to him. You start seeing droplets of liquid start forming all along Kingsley's body, coming straight from his pores. The liquid is a light blue color, and it starts to move on its own, detaching from Kingsley's skin and starting to revolve around him in extremely small particles. Matthias, seeing this, holds onto a necklace underneath his suit as he raises one hand. Ten feet around Kingsley, all around him, a purple barrier goes up. Jet, you're inside this barrier right now. You all can see this, but Jet, especially you, you can see these blue droplets revolving around Kingsley. They're also moving slowly outward. Now they are stopping when they hit that barrier. The drops are so tiny and so plentiful, it is like a mist that fills this 10-foot cylinder that surrounds Kingsley. And you can see his eyes close and his body starts shaking and more and more of these blue droplets come out and for today that's a wrap oh god this is gonna be interesting goodbye everyone we love you goodbye 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 did you know that we are coming up on our one year anniversary of cast party that's absolutely insane and boy, do we have some fun things over on Patreon.com slash CastParty to celebrate our one-year anniversary. Brand new, limited edition anniversary merch, our very first vlog, and so many more awesome fun surprises. So head on over to Patreon.com slash CastParty and become an official part of our cast and crew. We have had so much love on the Patreon lately, and we couldn't thank you guys enough for the wonderful support from this amazing community that we are building. If you're looking to join in on the fun, our patrons host regular games over on our Discord. So why don't you hop on in with a bunch of D&D lovers like yourself, and snag some extra Cast Party bonus content while you're at it. Patreon.com slash CastParty is where you'll find loads of exclusive content from the cast and crew. Behind the scenes drops after every single Cast Party episode, where you can hear more about our crazy conspiracy theories, thoughts on our story, and all the derailed nonsense in between. The After Party drops the first of every month for our patrons, and if you loved our free episode of Yarrell's Super Happy Fun Murder Dungeon, you will adore the crazy one-shots and miniseries we have waiting for you. From goats crashing a human cast party to the dark and twisted miniseries DM'd by Anna known as Xanthoria. I can guarantee we have something that you will fall in love with. You'll also receive access to our community Discord, where we host live listening parties with all of us on the release night of every cast party episode. You can join our wonderful community and all of their home games that they run all the time over on our Discord and get entry into our merch giveaway that we do at the end of every Cast Party episode. Speaking of, this week's merch giveaway winner is... Uncas! But hey, if you want some merch for yourself to rock around town, head on over to cast-party.myshopify.com. And trust me, October 26th, keep your eyes peeled. You do not want to miss this limited edition one-year anniversary merch. Thank you all again for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks to see what the heck happens with Kingsley. See ya!
Okay, I'm gonna start spooling it up and then you, you come back to everybody. <laughs> spool it up. That's the sound of a spool, apparently. Um, <laughs> I, I prefer the sla- the sound of like, like just. Please no. <laughs> like slurping up spaghetti. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. And it just gets physically upset. I from that hate one. it. <laughs> I, I will let you know the episode that Xander uses that whatever of hadar so you don't have to listen to that episode because there's probably gonna be slurps in that for that spell oh so many slurps i'll help record those okay we'll make it together it sounds like we're gonna make out (laughs) (laughs) blueberry what a dumb name anyway she didn't even like you did she boy (laughs) at least other people like me New York will sit down and pet you for hours. Jesky Fire and Sean de Jesus will throw a frisbee for you until I get so exhausted I just can't keep up the magic anymore. Everyone loves you, boy. She was just a loser who didn't know greatness when she saw it, when she saw me. I mean, look at me. Captain of the lacrosse team. I got Ebabflow as my second in command. I get magic training from Rosendo, the best wizard at this school. I'm perfect. I can get anyone I want. Saint E-Love, mine. A new guy, mine. I can have anyone. Tell me Eric Five wouldn't look great on my arm. Wartorn Knight offered me a whole bag of gummy owlbears just for one date with me. Man, if only Dubward didn't graduate. Them being here would cheer me up. At least I got you, boy.